Welcome to the Foodist Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. Ah, there we go. So, Steph, it's been a while since we potted together. I feel like solo. we say that every single time. Now. I know, I know. It's just because I can't get enough of podcasting. Um, I was going to say, how good was last week's podcast? Yeah, amazing. I really enjoyed that, actually. I um, sort of came away from it feeling pretty pretty positive and like, wow, that was like, you know, we made a difference last week. Yeah, Portia knows her stuff. We need to get her back, don't we? Yeah, yeah if, if, um, if you haven't listened to that podcast, our fair listeners, then definitely go and give that a listen because game-changing, life-changing. Yeah, it was good. Really informative. Mm. And I can't wait to do a second one to mm. just take notes, really. <laughs> uh, Steph, what are, we, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about mainstream diets, Jumbo. We've got to go there. Ooh. We had to go there at some point. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, talk to me. I, I feel like this could, you know, certainly rub some people up the wrong way mm. or potentially just inf- be informative for some people. Now, what do you mean by mainstream diets? I think firstly, we should go into the fact that probably 99.6% of listeners will have tried in the past at some form, in some way, a mainstream diet. So, And have you, have you Steph? Oh, of course I have. Yeah, I have too. So, you know. We're, we're shamed into this group as well. Yeah. You know? um, but yes, yeah, none of us get off <laughs> silently. Yeah, it's... Um, Diets like, you know, low carb, it's slimming world, weight watchers, paleo. We can lump them all in together, you know, juice diets. They're all all brushed with the same, what is it? Brushed with the same straw? That's not no, it's hard with the same brush. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. <laughs> same, same. If you're not laughing, you're learning. <laughs> what, that I'm an absolute genius. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So yeah, mainstream diets, I think we need to unpick them. You know, we can go through some pros and cons. We can absolutely rip them apart. Wherever this podcast goes, let's go with it, I say. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess from my side, I grew up in a household, I think we've briefly touched on it before, but grew up in a household where somebody was always doing Weight Watchers, a Slimmer World. And one thing that it's always sort of just stayed with me is just you know it's just a continuous I think at one point my mum must have been doing it for about 10 years yeah which which is crazy when I think about it like she was paying fees for 10 years yeah that's exactly one of the things I want to cover about going back and doing the same diet over and over again and why we do that and it makes the world of yo-yo dieting even more extreme because there's so many of these sexy diets and I put my my fingers up. What's that thing called? Oh, I'm having a right old day, aren't I? Um, quotation marks. Quotation marks. <laughs> it's going to be one of those well, days. <laughs> well, the brain power has been left for the lean beans, yeah. clearly. I've just finished boot camp, all right? I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, how, how it goes from, okay, we're starting a new diet. We're nice and motivated. It's something that your friend's done really well on, but, you know, we're going to, I want to say unpick. We're basically going to smash them apart today. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think the I feel like we do quite a lot of myth bunk bunking on here. Oh, we are having a day. <laughs> yeah, myth debunking on here. Um, 
And I th- should we talk some about some of the more mainstream, like the real like popular ones for a lot of people? Let's first talk about things like uh, Weight Watchers and Slimming World, because I know, like, obviously, let's just get that out of the way quickly. I don't feel like it's going to be quick, but let's try. Okay. So my main upsetting thing about Slimming World and Weight Watchers, I tarnished them with the same brush. There we go. I remembered. Tarnish them with the same mm-hmm. brush. So you go to a meeting once a week in the evening. Let's say Debbie goes on a Wednesday evening because that's when her local Slimming World Club is held. And she goes to get weighed. She goes with the same group of people every week. She goes with the same Slimming World rep. And every week from Monday, she doesn't really eat that much because she's worried that she's had a massive weekend. She has anxiety, you know, about going at whatever time 6 p.m on a Wednesday evening because she knows the results are probably not going to be that good because she's had way more sins than she should have had over the weekend and to be honest you know she gets to Wednesday evening 6 p.m she does her check-in weigh-in whatever we're going to call it and she hasn't lost any weight the slimming world rep gives her the look she doesn't get a clap at the end and then she's not eating anything for the whole day of Wednesday. So she goes home and has some fish and chips because, you know, she's got a whole nother week that she can now wait till she weighs in. I think um, there's a lot around just the unhealthy. It's an unhealthy way of living. Mm. I'm not going to lie. And like you say, and I'm saying living because, like you said, your mum's probably done it for 10 years in a row. My mum definitely did Weight Watchers for a good, a good decade. You know? Yeah, I think I think like uh, for me. I had this sort of discussion with quite a few people when they would say, oh, yeah, but such and such done it and they lost a lot of weight. Mm. It has got some correct principles in, like, to track points, for example, or sins, I don't even know what it is with Slimming World. But I think the bit that always gets me with it is there's no real education on that. You don't have a real understanding. So, for example, my mum was doing it for probably 10-plus years, she never learned anything. And like you said, when you go to do a weigh-in and the rep there, again, I could be completely wrong with this, but I'm pretty sure has no real education or uh, understanding of what they're sort of teaching, so to speak. No, they're Jumbo, just, you're th- wrong. They've got a slimming world qualification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So careful yeah, what you say. I, it, it, I find it frustrating because... If you have a bad week, instead of going, uh, oh, you put on a pound, but it could be for this reason, it could be for that reason, it could be for this, you know, don't beat yourself up. There's none of that. It's just like, oh, you know, you were doing so well. We'll mark that down in the book. <laughs> yeah. Just- and that brings up another good point of the scales in general. And we talk about the scales on many podcasts, but they use, and this is definitely all mainstream diets is using the scales as the primary form of measurement this is why i have to work so bloody hard every single day with my lean beans different ones on different days granted it's not the same ones but to get their mindset away from the scales dictating their emotions and ultimately their lifestyle because Mm. i don't we don't need to go into you know the scales and what impact they have but i think we've done a podcast now so (laughs) yeah i think episode two yeah yeah Exactly. So it's um again, but w- look, weigh they weigh in the evenings. That's literally mm. just 
a load of old cod wallop. What's the point in weighing in the evenings? Because it's not going to be consistent. It depends on how much water you've drunk. It depends on how much food you consumed. And that's going to be different every single week, unless you obviously eat nothing and drink nothing. Yeah. I think like one big thing, obviously, I think I can say this because they're not one of my competitors. You know, I know that you like to stay very neutral on things, but they literally sort of give you all smokes and mirrors so you can't actually be educated on it so they can just keep taking your money so when you don't understand how or why you're eating and you put in a bit of weight then you go back to slim world or you go back to weight watch because that's how it worked before without actually knowing what you're doing mm-hmm. and this is what they do and this is what a lot of like you'll see a lot of places a lot of companies i don't want to dig anyone out but a certain man called uh, with the initials of jw <laughs> He does something very similar where he he has a fantastic product, but doesn't really have much education on it. So that, you know, you come back for the next phase and next phase and next phase. And yeah, this is exactly, exactly where yo-yo dieting occurs because people lose the weight. Like, as you say, all of these diets, whether it's Slimming World, whether it's Weight Watchers, low carb, they create a rule around foods or a food group or a food item. They create a calorie deficit for the customer. The customer loses weight, but then they stop counting their sins or they start eating carbohydrates. They put on weight and they're like, oh, okay, so I don't actually know what I need to do here. They've gone back to their old ways. They haven't changed any of their habits or behaviors and relationship with food. So then they have to go back. They have to sign back up. They have to pay the money. And then, you know, there's the, there's literally the cycle, literally. the Yeah, it's sure, a, a little story that you, pops up more than I care to say. But working in a gym, you hear people talking about um, oh, this PT, they've, they're offering this and this and this and plus a nutrition plan and plan out all my meals and stuff, which, you know, good on them. Fine. But I was trying to like nobody comes away from that after that six week of you've been told what to eat and actually know how to do it yourself mm-hmm. it's the whole like teach a man to fish and he will eat forever give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day it's literally that and that is why yo-yo dieting is a thing oh, so, i'm so angry rather than talk about just slimming world and won't watch this let's go on to some of the other things as well steph for example stuff that we've all heard from at any point in our lives whether it's um, juice diets or low carb or paleo or the special K diet, hmm. talk to us. I would like to which, tarnish. Which one? Brush. Yeah, tarnish everything. <laughs> I think the thing is, I don't even think there's any need to talk about them all individually because I think we've explained it in terms of. It's obvious in terms of like low carb, in terms of paleo, you're only allowed to eat in certain things. I think paleo is what you can eat certain amount of complex carbs versus simple carbs, or I don't know, only a certain amount of meat or like, you know, the Atkins diet where you eat predominantly protein and then no carbs. I think they're all literally just creating a rule around foods or a food group to create a calorie deficit, to help the client lose weight, Some people, they thrive on a low-carb diet for a certain amount of time. Other people, they hate low-carb, but they've done the Atkins. They did quite well on that. And, you know, it's it's just just all the same crap. Hmm. It really is. Is that harsh? 
<laughs> harsh but fair. I think, like, again, it goes back to the point of a lot of these, it, We've again, we spoke about this before, the magic pill. So a lot of these diets, what they do is they're like this new and sexy way to for weight loss. And, you know, all of a sudden, if you have X, Y, or Z, you're going to lose weight. And it's not actually it's not what you're cutting out or what you're eating. It's, it's more the bigger picture, but obviously a bit of smoke and mirrors and you can keep people coming back because it's unsexy. Like correct advice is unsexy. It is. It is. And we spoke about this before too, but most people before they come to see me and before they work with me have done most mainstream diets out there. And you kind of have to, in some ways go through the crap first like you've got to trudge through that mud mm. you've got to spend a few nights outdoors in the cold it's a badge of honor isn't it yeah it is and then before you realize oh maybe there is a more simple way maybe actually steph and jumbo know what they're talking about but it's because it's the unsexy advice like mm. nothing on this podcast really is sexy like look with Porsche oh. we're talking about farting you know yeah i mean absolutely i've got some some sexy podcasts and now i've got a question for you i'm sure mm. the listeners want to know what is the most ridiculous fad diet that you've ever heard i've got one in my mind i've got oh. an example can you go first i, I will go first then yeah. i'll give you a bit of time um uh, so for a period of time a couple of women at my work were doing the bee pollen diet Oh, God, I don't know if I can top this. Tell me more. So they'd have basically like um, like raw honey, I think it was, in hot water before each meal <laughs> and basically helped break down the processes uh, like fat. I mean, it was all nonsense. None of it really made sense. But, I mean, I've heard some absolute shockers. I mean, obviously, things like juice diets and... Even obviously I've started in a new job and one of my first days in the office, they were talking about how it's super important to cut out every carb. Oh. I mean, it doesn't, you know, even if we like, I guess as a society, we've become a lot more aware of our health and fitness. It still lingers. I mean, the bee pollen one, that was only a couple of years ago. What nonsense oh. is that? I don't think the lemonade diet tops that to be honest Ooh, yeah, lemonade diet. It's, li- it's literally just drinking lemonade and water I don't even know why one of my friends out of uni just after we finished uni she did it obviously it didn't work yeah wow do you know what I think we should do I think we should put this out to our listeners see if they've got anything that tops the bee but I think bee pollen still wins That's yeah ridiculous. yeah I mean it could be I mean even back when we're talking you know early 90s maybe even late 80s the uh, uh cabbage soup diet i was going to mention that one. Oh god can you imagine you'd literally just be fine for days i remember actually when i was younger in a household with someone who was trying to lose weight so we're talking 90s and my mum definitely for a couple of meals fed us included cabbage soup <laughs> Yeah, you can never eat it again. I didn't like cabbage at the best of times, but uh, watery cabbage. Oh, I've got nothing. I've got nothing to add to that. It's just awful. Mm. 
yeah okay so for let's go on the opposite side of that if there is a mainstream diet that someone you would push people towards because you know they're not ready to be a lean bean yet you're pushing your friend towards it because you know they need to try it they need to fail one more time (laughs) before they come and come to the bright side what are we going for sure in every bad there's good and every good there's Mm. bad um things like and i know we've slated it but things like weight watchers there are principles there that are transferable that are good for example getting used to tracking your calories not calories your points yeah which because then is like the like a baby step towards your your cows um (laughs) they all have got good principles in fact that that, you know a lot of them are centered around a calorie deficit but i guess it's like we know that we know it's almost like it's almost like trying to hope that the people realize the good in it and not get brainwashed by the bad that's that's asking for a lot i'm not gonna lie i'm just saying cabbage soup diet (laughs) (laughs) true do you know what i think I haven't thought about this one off air. This is just coming off the tip of my tongue. But I'm thinking if I'm going to give any recommendation, I can't believe we're even giving a recommendation actually, but here we are, is the low fat diet. Mm-hmm. Simply because, yes, we do need dietary fats for reasons we've spoken about for your health, heart health, cholesterol, all that good stuff. But generally, as a calorie counter anyway, people tend to veer towards lower fat foods. Because, you know, mm-hmm. nine calories per gram in a dietary fat compared to protein and carbohydrates, which is four. So Greek yogurt is a great example. A lot of people, when they're calorie counting, will go for the low fat option just because you get the same volume for less calories, you know. So mm-hmm. if I had a gun to my head and it was about to go and I literally had to make a split second choice, I think that's what I'm going with. Okay, I counteract that with um, oh, is I'd say paleo diet just because for two things generally is very very nutritious. Mm. There's no processed food at all, and the second one it's very hard to stick to, so that you end up just eating less calories anyway because all of a sudden. So paleo is basically what you find off the land. Mm. Is that right? Yeah um so for example in your everyday life you think oh i'm a bit peckish you go into a shop you can basically have nothing that's in the shop barring <laughs> fruit and veg so it certainly helps people that maybe maybe my mindless snackers for example and like we've done one on the office environment sometimes you know if there's cakes or something and you're there and the temptations there but you're trying to stick to that sometimes it can be beneficial yeah yeah my caveat to all of that is regardless of those recommendations you're still treated as a number you're not treated mm. as an individual in any of these diets because look they're massive companies that are literally just pouring out information of right do this do this do this eat this don't eat this there's no one on the other end keeping you accountable to any of this mm-hmm. and that arguably is one of the number one problems Yes, you could argue Slimming World, they have your Slimming World qualified coach that has, you know, (laughs) counted sins well in the past and they've lost a bit of weight, but they've put it back on, but they decided to become a rep. Yes, they are there, but they're there telling you to bloody, I don't know, 
don't exercise this week because that's why you haven't lost any weight yeah. <laughs> you you know so I, that that that's one thing that i think is one of my biggest pet peeves is like the whether it's ww rep or slimming world rep somebody hasn't really got any experience giving out advice just because they've been you know going to slim world for five years and all of a sudden they want some money off their their membership or whatever so um yeah a big thing about the whole numbers thing i think even if it's not a um as such as like a impersonal thing i think nutrition is really super personal anyway and when you try and fit yourself into these just generic weight watchers you know low carb low fat whatever it should be you know is it really suiting to what you need and i think that's what the mistakes that i probably made for the first even probably up until very very recently is you trying to squish yourself into what the molds are never works and it's never sustainable it's not only until you realize and educate yourself or get you know get that help to understand what works best for you mm-hmm. and you know it might be that you know i know you get a lot on your lean beans that you know people love to have a, a couple of drinks at the weekends and stuff or whatever it should be or you know they they've gone out they like going out for meals and stuff until you know you have somebody there to keep you on track because everyone gets like it i mean me and steph this weekend we went out and got a little bit boozy together you know on the sunday i woke up on sunday and i had this massive guilt that i had ruined everything and it it took that nagging voice of is actually you inside my head as well the nagging voice to say it's you know you haven't ruined it done all this you know work beforehand and you just continue afterhand it's just a small blip but I was going to say, I woke up with beer fear. You woke up with a mm. nagging voice. I woke up with beer fear. I find that the older I get, the more, if I'm even slightly hungover, I get like anxious. Do you have that? Yeah, I get, I get really bad. That's the only thing. I don't get any hangovers. It's the only thing I get. Oh, really? The, the beer fear. It's awful. Mm. I really don't like it. It literally makes you question all your life decisions. I'm like, this podcast, is it good? Is it bad? Is anyone listening? Is it worth it? <laughs> You know, like it just makes me think of such random things. Mm, oh, it's horrible. Yeah. That's a again another episode. That is the old alcohol. Yeah. Is it the devil? God, we really referencing today. <laughs> I think it's important, like as well. You know, when you're on, say, paleo, I don't want to keep digging at Weight Watchers or Slim World, but you know, sometimes say you, you get like Saturday night got away from us a little bit, and we had a couple of beers, and it was great. And you know, I'm not looking back on regretting that, but sometimes the next day when you're so dedicated to something say the paleo and you've gone oh i've had loads of beer and i had you know pretzels and german (laughs) sausage and everything else like you kind of feel like you've ruined all your work and it's like no yeah i I, hand on heart honestly had the same because if anyone's following my instagram at the moment they'll know that you know i'm sitting here right now and my black leggings are cutting into my bloody waist like no other and been it's that classic been good all good all week and then you get to the weekend and then Jambo and I had a couple of beers times probably six with the others and yeah it's you wake up and you're like oh for god's sake why <laughs> and and I think these are the these are the moments where like slim and wild or weight watchers you know you jump on the scale in the evening once maybe it could be the next day or a couple of days after 
and all of a sudden you know you come away from that meeting or whatever and being like oh you know I've done badly here I put on a maybe like a pound or two pounds which is you know if you have somebody who's actually there who can actually advise you and say you know it's okay can't that can just be water weight just get back onto it blah 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 and and that's what they don't do and that's where mainstream diets fall down a lot is because then you know you just fall off the wagon and that's it yeah and don't get us wrong like calorie counting can still bring that same cycle if you don't have someone there to support you Mm -hmm. and guide you and help you like you can have all the tools you can have all the education but for a lot of people and I know we've spoken about this before if you don't have that support there times like Jambo and I on Sunday if we were people you know starting out on our journey I would have 100% just you know rest of the week Monday to next week Mm eat and probably five horses and one cow every day yeah and then started back on (laughs) started back on the monday afterwards (laughs) so but as you've got that voice of reason to know right actually you're tracking your calories you've got that flexibility this happened you know what um how many calories you've eaten blah, blah 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 but you've also got that support system as you say being like hell yeah that's all right we can get back on it if you don't get back on it today, you're going to eat five horses and a cow instead of just eating one horse and a cow, you know? Absolutely. I think it's like, I think there seems to be such a um, weird stigmatism around like like weight loss. We have, all of us have the tools to do it. But like, for example, I have a coach when I do, obviously I've been going to the gym since I was 16 anyway, qualified everything, but I still have someone there for the accountability. So I can say, ah, uh, you know, this didn't go too well this week, blah, blah, blah. It just has a quick check-in with me and says, yeah, it happens sometimes to be like that. We know what we'll do. We know how to, to work the process and just continue the motivation. And sometimes that's what we need. Mm. Yes. Right, Definitely. Steph, give us your massive roundup of um, fad diets. Okay. I'm going to make a really bold statement right now and say fad diets are the reason that we as a society live as yo-yo dieters. We can put that down to many different things. We can put it down to the lack of education. We can put it down to using the scales as the primary form of measurement. And we can also put it down to not treating the individual as an individual, treating them as a number instead. And I think that's I want to shout that literally from the rooftops and I want to get to a point where people are skipping the step of mainstream diets and coming straight to the science, straight to coaches. And, you know, it doesn't just have to be me. I'm not the only coach out there that spills all this unsexy information. There's lots out there. It's just finding them. Ones that speak the unsexy is common sense and it it will save you years. absolutely yeah i always think like my mum i don't know how much weight watches is each week Seems um, like five pounds but is it yeah but i think so she so f- five pounds 52 weeks say over 10 years so 552 i mean 520 52 in my mind so she's probably spent over two and a half grand easily <gasps> oh my God. in 10 years 
and and it's other things as well like and this is what i always look back and think oh, you're such a fool she used to buy them their products like the weight watchers tweets oh. <laughs> this that and the other and i just think that is a prime example of just getting trapped into that mainstream you're just a number i just i would very much i wish we could do like a podcast poll of how many of our listeners have done either Weight Watchers or Slimming World, not even all the others. That alone, I reckon the number's high, high. Mm. And they've probably got lots of their own stories that, yeah, I don't know, make our blood boil. If I've just done a little uh, calculator estimate on how yeah. much my mum would have spent if she went every week for um, 10 years. Mm. It's probably a lot longer than that, to be honest. It's uh, £2,600. And that's not to mention all the add-ons that she had as well, whether it was like Weight Watchers bars or uh, sweets. So she could have gone on such a nice well. holiday. She could have taken you on such a nice holiday. I don't know if I Just... wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> not with oh. my family. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But Love yes, it. it's certainly something to think about, people. When um, I know it's all unsexy, but it is what it is. Yeah, we love it. So we're here to bring the passion, the enthusiasm. Oh, so much pa- too much passion, if anything. <laughs> I'd have it no other right, way. Right, Steph, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at foodislife.nutrition, or you can also go to the show notes. You can click the link, which goes directly to my website, which is www.foodislifenutrition.com. That's where you can sign up to the daily email. You can see all the testimonials. There's a blog on there all the information about the lean bean course it's the hub the hub of food is life so definitely go and check that out and social media is probably the the other hub jambo where can we find you you can find me on instagram at jambo dot the dot great uh i know we said it before say it again if you guys do have any questions or have any want to voice your thoughts on the podcast or you know, if there's anything that struck a chord with you, by all means, our DMs are open. Please do reach out. Um, I still check my DMs every single <laughs> week and I still see nothing. So. <laughs> Just in case. I mean, <laughs> even if people, even if you as a listener and listen to this podcast like two years on or maybe even five, if you've got a good story about a fad diet that we need to know about, oh, please do tell us. If you can top the bee pollen diet, please slide into my dms as quick as possible because i need to hear it anyone that can do that i will send you a free food is life t-shirt or a hoodie whichever (laughs) you prefer yeah oh nice yeah yeah i'm putting that out there but it has to be real don't want people just making things up to get free merch oh yeah true now our listeners are better than that yeah we got google as well right guys (laughs) well um (laughs) thanks for tuning in and uh we'll see you next time thank you bye Bye-bye-bye.